ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Drive. Drive with Paul Swan. Welcome in to the June 12th edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. Coming up later this hour, we'll get our weekly update. What's happening in Charleston with West Virginia Power. David Kahn, the play-by-play announcer for the team, joins us on the program. And of course, we'll talk Stanley Cup as Game 7 coming up tonight. This is it. Bruins and the Blues. Bruins haven't won Stanley Cup on home ice since they swept the Blues in 1970. The Blues, of course, have never won the Stanley Cup, so it should be an interesting series finale. We'll have it for you, of course, on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. I'm looking forward to this one tonight. Hard to believe it's it's here. It's finally here. Game 7, hockey is almost over. NBA is going to be almost over as well. And um, that could end sooner than later, or maybe Golden State takes this to seven. I think the NBA is hoping it gets to seven, but right now all they're enjoying is that the NBA is big time in Canada. Now, let's put that in perspective just for a minute. The NBA is trying to be an international sport, and so they're loving this right now. They have got a series in which they've got a Canadian team and an American team, and there are rating successes right and left. Of course, the NBA right now, it's uh, it's exceeded the Super Bowl in ratings. It even exceeded, yes, this was an actual story, the ratings of the last game even exceeded the finale of the Big Bang Theory. Yes, I know that is a, a watershed moment for a lot of people in television. Uh, I personally never watched a single episode of The Big Bang Theory. I know that's going to disappoint some of you. Some of you are probably in shock right now. Yeah, I never watched The Big Bang Theory. Never planned on never going to watch The Big Bang Theory, not even in reruns, which uh, I apparently can get uh, five nights a week on one of my local television stations, and they tell me about it all the time. But, hey, the NBA's big right now in Canada, and if Toronto can win this thing, guess what? I don't know. If Canada becomes a basketball country, but boy, they got something that could go a few years for sure, and there will be some added interest in the NBA. Of course, hockey's still the sport of the Great White North, and that's what's happening tonight. Again, that's on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 13.40. So we got a lot going on today and over the next few days. I guess it's going to be a developing story, but... First and foremost, the summer's not going to get boring because there are reports, and this is CBS Sports that is reporting, that at least six Division I men's basketball programs will receive notices of allegations for Level I violations from the NCAA by summer, by the end of the summer, or at least by summer, stemming from the federal government's recently completed investigation of the sport. And that's what a top NCAA official told CBS Sports in their report. Stan Wilcox, who is the NCAA Vice President for Regulatory Affairs, said that two high-profile programs would receive notices of allegations by early July, and the remaining four would be rolled out later in the summer. 
in what was described as a wave of NCAA investigations meant to clean up major college basketball. And they've alluded to that there's even another group of cases they're still working on. They're up and ready, they're basically saying, and they're moving forward. You're going to see some consequences. So I'm kind of curious. Where's the hammer going to fall? And is this going to be more of a ceremonial hammer dropping, or is this going to have some teeth to it? When this hammer drops, are we going to see real consequences being paid? Are we going to see real measures being taken? And keep this in mind, if you're getting hit with a level one violation, that is the top violation. That's number one. That's why it's level one by the NCAA. They consider that to be a serious offense. And they drop scholarships on you. They reduce your scholarships. They drop postseason bans on you. They give you show cause orders against coaches. And a notice of allegations is sent after an investigation has closed. That's according to the NCAA and, of course, uh, the CBS Sports reporting. So don't have names yet. We're going to find out soon. I'm kind of curious. Will there be some high-profile teams that are close by? Are we going to see teams on the SEC? We're going to see teams on the ACC, Big 12. Where will these come from? And there's some other schools that are mentioned as well. Will these be more of your mid-major types? I mean, are we going to see anyone out of Conference USA? We're going to see anyone out of the MAC? I don't know. Speculation is what it is right now. We don't have any guidance on at least all the schools, but at least six. At least six are going to get hit with something. And there are, of course, some thoughts that, Maybe we could see Louisville. I don't know if you're a UK fan. You're probably laughing right now because you're not a big Louisville guy. You're not a big Louisville fan. But there's some thought that maybe Louisville's in on some of this. That's one of the schools and names that have been dropped. What could be? I mean, there was a wiretap case involving Kansas assistant Kurt Townsend. Kansas involved here is Arizona. Arizona's been uh, under some um, some scrutiny. They have been under NCAA investigation. So Kansas, Arizona, Louisville, those could be schools that we're talking about here in the near future. It's going to be interesting to say the least, but I'm kind of curious. Are those the three that we usually associate with this as of late because of their investigation? Are two of those going to be named? Or are we going to get more? Will there be familiar schools to us? I'm, I'm not sure we're going to see that right away, but it's coming. It's going to keep the summer interesting for sure. Once the NBA and the NHL is done, we got baseball. And spring football is not happening anymore. We're in summer months, so we're just in speculation mode. This is going to be definitely keep us busy for several weeks, to say the least. So that's what's coming. And, of course, we'll talk more about that as we get some names and a little bit more details on what we can expect from these notices of allegations for level one violations. All right, when we come back from break, we're going to hear from David Kahn from the West Virginia Power. The All-Star Game's coming up for the South Atlantic lead. Of course, we'll also talk to David about what's happening with the Power. We're looking more towards the second half of the season, or it's really the second season because things sort of reset. If they can win the second half, they will get into the playoffs. So David will talk to us, and later on, uh, a couple things we want to get into, uh, including... Uh, a nice honor for a former Marshall baseball player. We'll talk about that when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. 
You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Wednesday edition. It is June 12th, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. And coming up tonight, Game 7 of the Stanley Cup on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 13:40 as the Bruins take on the Blues and the only reason why I bring that up is because uh, well David Kahn joins us on the program and usually uh, David is scheduled to talk about West Virginia Power baseball but why would we stick the topic <laughs> we never do yeah we never do we never do so um tonight's the night game 7 it's going to happen the Blues are going to win their first Stanley Cup they're going to parade the cup on the Boston Bruins home ice for all Boston to see. Wait, 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 Paul, Paul, you've been misinformed. How so? That 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 the the Bruins are going to win. Really? You, uh, were you not give? Were you? Did you not get that memo that the Bruins are going to win the Stanley Cup and no. they're going to have a duck boat parade? And 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 by the way, I have a special banner planned for the duck boat parade on the front of the very first duck boat. It's going to say, "I told you so, Paul." From David with love. How much did that cost you? Uh, nickel and a penny. Nickel and a penny. Yeah. Can I get a photo of that at least? Sure. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to frame it actually and send it to you along with your cowbell and your pennant and all the other giveaways that have gotten lost in the mail. Apparently, yeah. Apparently. So, um, <laughs> so is that actually going to go? Is is that going to be seen by all of Boston? Yeah, it's on the front duck boat. I, I had to pay an arm and a leg for that. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Look, I've got I've got some connections in the Boston area. Okay, my family's from Sharon, Massachusetts. I know some people. You all know each other there, right? It's like one little small community. Yeah, exactly. It's a cult, but it's a good cult. It it is a cult. You are correct. It is a cult, sir. So uh, tonight, when the Bruins lose the Stanley Cup to the St. Louis Blues, um, are you going to turn your phone off? I would if I was you. I would. I, I really would. <laughs> Look, Paul, I'm gonna be blowing you up so much when the Bruins win. It's it's just gonna be, uh, it's gonna be uh, a miracle. I, you know, actually, it's funny. Uh, we actually, I'm actually very blessed to be at home right now because we have a television in our home radio booth, so I can have the game on while I'm calling the game tonight at Appalachian Power Park, and I can be texting you while I'm calling the game, telling you how wrong you were, and it's gonna be so awesome. Sir, I think that's a disservice to your listeners that you would pay attention to your phone in the hockey game while you were trying to call and bring the fans of West Virginia Power Baseball the sights and sounds of the game that they couldn't be bothered to attend. Well, I'm going to do it during the inning break so that it doesn't detract from my actual play-by-play. You see, I thought this through. Fair enough, fair enough. So um, tonight, Stanley Cup Game 7, David Kahn, utterly wrong, will be proven (laughs) wrong tonight. By the St. Louis Blues. Either way, I win because after it's over, I go back to being a Rangers fan. It's good either way. I'm good. It does that? Uh, I don't know if that adds up either. But you know what? I'll let it slide. What else am I going to root for? I mean, I'm not going to jump on anyone. I'm not going to jump on like a bandwagon. Come on now. No, but I'm not saying being a Rangers fan means you win. No, I win. I win because I have no expectations. I'm good. Oh, okay. All right. That makes sense. I'll give you that. Yeah, I have no expectations. I can live life uh, peacefully. I'm not worried about oh, them. Not stressing it out. You know, if they win, great. Hey, it's unex- unexpected. If they lose, you know, I, I knew that was going to happen. I move on with my day. I'm good. I really am. Yeah. Whereas my stress level continues to rise as we get as we creep closer and closer to the biggest event of the season. That's um, that's opening day for um, <laughs> for 
for which sport? What's 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 the, what are we talking about here? Um, what's uh, cricket? 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 Is it the World Cup? Um, you know, are you stressing over <laughs> the, the World Cup? No, but I do know the the U.S. women's team uh, utterly trounced Thailand last night, thirteen zero or thirteen nil. Sorry, let's, let's put it to you this way: it was so bad. I checked out like it's after seven. I thought it was over seven nothing, and then I, I said seven nothing on the air yesterday, and I thought. Let me double check that. And no, it was 13. 13 nil. 13 nil. Yeah, Alex Morgan uh, was five goals. So uh, she uh, she was putting them up and put, uh, kicking them up and putting them down. I mean, look, she's really good. That team's really good. Uh, they're probably going to get out of their pool first or second, move on from there. What, who knows? I'm down with this. You know why? If they just go through the World Cup and just roll all the other nations – like that, I'm on board completely. I want the United States to be the biggest heel at the World Cup. <laughs> I'm serious. I want them just to roll through. I want them just to, to completely destroy teams and just at the end of it all, I want the entire world rooting for France against the United States and then France get devastated by like seven or eight goals. I mean, that's what I want. That's what's going to make it happen for me. All right, well, Paul, you can have that because you won't have your Stanley Cup win tonight. So, so that'll be your consolation prize. It's not mine anyway. It, uh, you know, you don't get to keep the Stanley Cup. You, 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 you borrow it. No, but it's your it's your own moral consolation prize because you'll be so upset over the fact that I was right and you were wrong that uh, you'll need this to to help recover. David, even a, a blind squirrel sometimes finds a nut. It's just nature. It happens. I'm a blind squirrel? Oh, my. Sometimes goodness. a blind squirrel can find a nut. So, look, David, I'm going to give you this if, if it happens tonight. Hey, congratulations. Yeah, you too. You too. Con- all, all the best. Congratulations. I mean, you need this right now in uh, this point I of your life. It. So, if, if it happens, I'm not going to I'm not gonna begrudge it. I'm not going to, you know. Okay. Yeah, it's not. No, I'm no, not, no. Here, here's, what, here's, here's what's going to happen. If, if, if the Bruins win, I will text you one text. Four words. I told you so. That's it. And you know what? If the Blues win, I'm going to ignore you. Okay? I'm just going to ignore you. Okay. You know why? All right. Because you'll know. I will. You'll know. I will. I will know. I'm going to have the game on in the booth, like I said. Yeah, you'll know. Besides, you're working. I'm not going to text you while you're working. Come on. You can text me while I work. I'll respond. All right. David Conner, Might not be right away, but I'll respond. Yeah, that's true. David Conner, guest, West Virginia Power, who, uh, Supposedly, he's here to talk about the West Virginia Power taking on Del Marvo, which is happening tonight, 7.05, at the good old ballpark. And, of course, we are six days and some change away from the South Atlantic League All-Star Game. But first and foremost, the West Virginia Power tonight taking on Del Marva. The Power are 14 and a half games back, standing at 32 and 33. So a chance to go 500 with a win tonight. Yeah, and a chance to sweep the best team in minor league baseball. I mean, the last two nights have been a lot of fun. Uh, if you're a West Virginia Power fan, of course, West Virginia down 4-1 in the eighth in the series opener back on Monday. Jake Antti with the biggest hit of his life, a 5-4 win with a, a eighth-inning grand slam that was a no-doubter off the bat, 437, 105 miles per hour off the bat, the second hardest ball hit by a power player at home this year. Uh, and uh, I think it was the farthest hit ball this year, actually, too. Uh, and then yesterday, a one nothing win against Delmarva, where Damon could set a sub through the start of his life. Six scoreless innings, seven strikeouts, three hits, one walk, no runs, uh, career highs in innings and strikeouts. It was incredible to watch. And now we have a chance to sweep the best team in minor league baseball. Yes, they did clinch the division last night because Greensboro lost. But 
it, it, it's all about the little things and taking them the, the small victories here. And uh, and West Virginia could could sweep Delmarva. That would be a huge confidence boost for a young team like this. What do you attribute the recent success and the resurgence? You know, honestly, uh, I I just think it's these guys are are playing up to a different level. They they know that Delmarva's coming in. They got the best record in minor league baseball, and it, it amps them up a little bit more. They're just like, all right, hey, we we got to prove ourselves against this team. You know, we don't we don't want to roll over and let them win and celebrate. Uh, we they, we got to defend our home turf, and and they certainly have the last two nights. It's been uh it's been really fun to watch and really exciting baseball to call. And uh, these guys are amped. I mean, you just see it in, in in their body language and the way they're they're playing the game. They are really really into these games. David Connor, guest from the West Virginia Power, the Power tonight in action against Del Marfa, and that is seven oh five tonight at the ballpark. And then we're just a couple of days away, really. Um, Six days, to be be accurate, but still just a few days away from the All-Star game. And I know that's got to be exciting for a lot of these guys, maybe even though if they're not on the field. Uh, how many guys do you expect are going to be there even though they're not on the field? You know, I know the, obviously the four All-Stars will be here. I think we'll have a few others that are sticking around just to support their guys. I'm not sure. You know, it's very important for these guys that are not doing the All-Star game to get their rest during this three-day stretch. Uh, because it is a very long season, and a lot of these guys are playing full-season ball for the first time this year. So, you know, this three days is a very nice relaxing period for them, and, and they need to get some time off when they can. So I'm not sure how many other guys will be here, but it'll be a packed house, and uh, we're really, really looking forward to having everyone out here from the league and, and from the media and, and, and all over the place. It's, it's going to be a great time. Have you felt the sense that, okay, it's finally here, uh, how much of a ramp-up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you feeling that? Oh, yeah. I felt it uh, in the fact of my physical uh, ability to keep my eyes open. Um, I felt that in the amount of paperwork I'm filling out over the last few days. Uh, I'm, I'm feeling it in the fact that I keep looking at the countdown that I put on our website every, every 10 seconds and realizing, oh, it's 10 seconds closer. Um, but, uh, you know, joking aside, we're really, really excited about it. It's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, it, it's going to be an all-star game to remember for sure. Who's throwing out the first pitch? Have you got that determined yet? Who's throwing it out? Uh, a lot of people that I, it would take way too long to list, uh, but we're going to have our, our presenting sponsor, Segra, throw out the official first pitch. Um, and I'm not sure who from there is throwing it out. It might be Jim Nestor, but uh, we're going to have that. We're going to have the mayor throw out a first pitch. There's going to be there's going to be a whole lot of people that are that are out there throwing first pitches. I would think you would have reserved that for a dignitary of a high stature. I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, I didn't get the We've invite. We got the mayor. I mean, I didn't. I didn't get the invite to throw the first pitch out. I would have done that. Uh, well, are you coming to the game? Not now, because I didn't get invited to throw the first pitch out, David. <laughs> no, that. Look, you didn't tell me you were coming to the game. I could have made this happen, but that's that's locked in, Paul. We'll see how our relationship goes after uh, after tonight. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see where we stand. Okay. I mean, yeah, we we might have to reevaluate this friendship after tonight's uh, Stanley Cup Game Seven. I don't think this is going to be. This is going to end our friendship. Just, 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 just not. Look, I, I think the detente that we've established here is going to get broken at some point. I, I just, um, I feel like there's going to be no. a heel turn by someone tonight. No, 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 no. It, look, it's it's all in good fun. We 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 joke because we love, and uh, it's uh, it, it it's all playful banter between you and me. Just just for the listeners out there, Paul and I are, are friends. We're 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 not going to lose our minds over over a, a game that. You know, one of us has minor rooting interest in, and the other one is just rooting for to to get on the other one's skin. Which one? Which one? Or which one? Am I? I'm, I'm just kind of curious. Am I doing that to get under your skin? 
Yeah. Okay. I'm okay. That that fits my role. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I, I accept that yeah. completely. I'm. I'm the minor. I'm the minorly interested Bruins fan. Well, you're. Yeah. I mean, hey, I will say this though. I've established a. Uh, unfortunately, to my detriment, I've established a new Boston Bruins fan in the uh, in the office. I, I made that. Yes, happen. I know. Now, I mean, she oh. watched. I mean, she's like, I watched a game. I watched part of it. I turned it on. It was there. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, this wasn't lip service. Um, our receptionist, who um, has no interest in hockey whatsoever, um, watched because of the Boston thing. Huh. Give me Love 10 it. Give me ten years. She's playing fantasy hockey with us. Give me 10 years. See, I tried playing fantasy hockey for a couple of years. I was terrible. You want in? I got to I gotta make some no, room. No, I don't. I don't. I mean, we're kind of competitive in our league. I play fantasy football. That's about it. Uh, you sure? Because we're kind of competitive. We're looking for some. Let's put it this way: um, we're going to kick some dead weight out because they didn't do things like set their rosters. Yeah, see, I'd be I'd be dead weight for fantasy hockey. I would. For, I forgot to set my roster all the time. Well, there's a button if you get the right app, like the Yahoo. You just hit hit auto. Well, that's what I would. That's what I would do. But I was so bad anyways that I would just. I would say uh, screw it. You know, whatever. It doesn't matter. But if you want, if you want to do fantasy football, now we'll we'll talk about football. I'm back to back champion in my league. Okay, we might do that um, because uh, we're vicious. Uh, let's put it this way: I was the number one seed, and I got eliminated because uh, it was that vicious of a league. Well, you know, and here's the thing: it was my own, it was my own darn fault because I expanded the playoffs, so I got beat by the sixth seed. That's my own fault. (laughs) But that's okay. I redeemed myself in my ESPN Hockey Fantasy League. I did win the championship. Look, talk to me when you won back-to-back championships as the number one seed twice. Well, okay. I guess I have a mission in your league now. Yeah. I have a goal. Gonna, I have a goal now, David Kahn. I'm going to come in and wreck your league. That's my goal. I'm going to come in. What if I? What if I come into your league and wreck your league? Um, no chance. You're not vicious. Oh. You're not vicious enough. Um, you don't know that. Uh, we'll find out. You wouldn't survive my hockey league though, because uh, we stream every. We stream players every day. Oh wow! Yeah, no thanks. Trust me. Yeah, every day you're checking. We're checking the waiver wire just to see. Okay, um, I got a guy. It's easier in football, though. Yeah, very true. It's a lot easier in football the way uh, you know you play football, but in in fantasy hockey where you get games every day. Yep. Okay, if you think you're, you're up not, to you're it, you're not wrong. You're, you're not you're not wrong. Look, I, I told you I'll play. I'll join your fantasy football league because I know you obviously want me to be in there, so you can see if you're really up to the task of being a fantasy football savant. And I'll I'll prove you wrong, but. Um, David, you I'm know, like happy you, you flatter me so much because I, I, I am the standard in which you measure yourself. I appreciate that. <laughs> I am the standard in which you measure yourself. You you strive to take me down at every chance you can because I, I am the standard. I'm the goal for you. I'm the prize at the cool. I'm the prize at the end of the road for you, right there. No, you just like to talk a lot of smack, so I want to prove to you. To you, to you. Yeah, so I'm gonna prove you wrong. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, we'll I trust my fantasy football skills almost as much as I trust my mini golf skills, and I'm a damn good mini golfer. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna make this happen. Um, we're gonna you know you know I think you and I should have our own uh, two team fantasy football league. We play each other every week. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're doing that. That's gonna happen. I'm making that okay, happen. Okay, I'm down. All right. I'll vote for- have to be able, but what happens is we have to release the players every week and get a whole new roster. Okay, we can do that. 
All right. We'll so make it happen. Week, every, every week we reset a roster, and, uh, and, and, and we have to do like a fair – we have to go with a fair way of drafting so we don't pick up the same players every week. Okay, we'll figure it out. Or you know what? We'll auto-draft. Right. We'll auto-draft and take our chances. That could work too. And then, you, But once you auto-draft, then you can go to the waiver wire and pick other guys up if you want well, if I'll walk the waiver wire. We'll do. You know what? Just take our chances. Well, yeah, but I'm saying you can go to the waiver wire, but there's a certain amount of wavery guys you can pick up, and you can't pick up a certain. Like, we'll we'll set rules. We'll we'll set boundaries. Look, so I'm gonna make this. A, I'm gonna make this as challenging as I can for you. I mean, okay. All yeah, right, I'm I'm pretty. stacking the deck against you. Look, I've I've had the cards stacked against me my whole life. Okay, I I can overcome another challenge. Okay. All right, David Kahn, our guest from the West Virginia Power, um, soon to be my ex-friend. I'm like a D2 like pitcher who doesn't get drafted, and then all of a sudden he gets signed and dominates. You're like Tom Brady. You have like the you have that inferiority complex that you haven't gotten over yet. No, it just strives me to be better. Just you have you know you weren't drafted high. You were picked last in your in your um and 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 pick up basketball, and you're you're just mad about it. Look, whether or not I was picked last to pick up basketball because of my small stature doesn't has nothing to do with it. <laughs> okay, so you've just confirmed that at least for me. All right, I appreciate. Of course, that. I'm five nine. <laughs> Nobody wants to play basketball with a five niner. Fair enough. David Kahn from the West Virginia Power. Yeah, this is stuff that we would probably include in that podcast we would do. Uh, we never have time to do, so we uh, we well, do it here I'm, live. I'm a, little, I'm a little busy for the next six days, Paul. All right, David Kahn, West Virginia Power. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll talk to you next week when you set the appointment. Yep. All-Star game on Tuesday. Come on out. Tickets are still online, $11 only. Get them now. They're going quick. Okay. WVPower.com, where you need to go. Exactly. All right. Um, we'll talk to you tomorrow, tonight, right, whenever. Um, yeah, we'll see how go cordial we can keep it. If it gets go out of it. hand early, somebody's turning their phone off, okay? It might, be, it might be you. Go I might stream the game tonight and just sync up with uh, when you take commercial breaks. <laughs> we'll see how much energy I want to put into this. We'll we'll see. Will that will that be the first time you've listened to me broadcast the game ever? No, that will not be the first time I've ever listened to you broadcast a game, David Kahn. All right, just checking. Man, we got. Jeez, that that's kind of, <laughs> that, that was kind of hurtful, friend. Friend? No, I was no, I, I you you've never texted me saying you listen. I'm assuming you do, but I've never, I mean, I've wh- never, I've never. Why would I text you? Your your broadcast professional working. I mean, I, you you can't. Oh, I, Paul, you're you're a dear friend. You're allowed to text me while I'm working. All right, okay. David Kahn, West Virginia Power. I'll be texting him tonight. We'll talk to you. <laughs> I'll, we'll be te- You know what? We'll talk next week. I'll text you tonight. All right, sounds good. All right. Oh man, this is the odd couple for sure. Have a good game tonight. Just have a good game. Thank you, sir. All right. David Kahn, West Virginia Power. We are going to come back, tell you about an honor that a Marshall baseball player received today when we continue with today's edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. It is Wednesday, June 12. You're listening to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930, as our phone lines every day are. Sponsored by Miller Lite. Hold true, great taste, only 96 calories, the original light beer. Our phone line is 877-420-TALK, 
420-8255. Now, a few weeks ago, before Marshall headed down to this Conference USA tournament, we had a chance to catch up and talk to Elvis Peralta. Now, he was drafted 794th pick, 26th round of the uh, 2019 MLB draft by the Oakland A's, and he signed a contract with them. But we had some good times with him. He was named today to the 2019 NCAA Division I ABCA Mideast All-Region Second Team. I think if he would have come back, baseball would have been really on fire. But he made a good decision for himself, and uh, he was definitely someone who made an impact. You don't remember, he was uh, red-shirted, transferred from Crowder College. His line, 357, 425, 571. All best among Marshall qualifying batters. Had a team leading nine homers with eight coming in conference play. He also had a team leading 80 hits. That was tied for third most in a season in program history. He also helped turn 38 double plays. His 42 RBI are second most for Marshall this season. His 357 batting average will be the 10th best for a career in program history. He was also named first team all-conference and was named to the all-tournament team at the Conference USA Championship. Kid's going to do something. I think he's got a great shot. I really believe this kid is going to be somebody that you're going to watch years from now. You're going to see him in the show. And just by chance, if he ever comes through, say he does find its way on a, a team and they happen to play, say, the West Virginia Power. That'd be a fun game to go see, see him on the other side, or say if um, he ever uh, lands on a team where he's uh, playing some rookie ball. Maybe you take that drive to Morgantown, sport some, sport some herd jerseys a little bit, you know, support him. That would be fun. Or if he's going to be somewhere nearby, I think that would be a fun road trip to support that kid because he was fun. He really was. And uh, he's a guy that you, if he could have stayed, if the situation was uh, better for him to stay than to sign, he could have been a guy that maybe you could have rallied around a little bit more. As it stands right now, I do love what the baseball program's at. And, and we really haven't talked about it, but you know, the announcement that the ACF property, uh, that's going to be uh, you know, purchased and you know, some other developments that are going to happen over uh, in that area. I don't know what exactly will be the ultimate what happens. I don't know what's going to actually come to fruition. But I know there's some plans to really make that baseball park sort of a uh, a cornerstone of everything. It will really be a centerpiece. If you get some uh, mixed use there, you get some uh, hotel space, you get uh, office space, you get development, tech, whatever you get over there that happens. And again, this is a few years off, but you'll have the baseball park and parking. Make sure you have parking. But that could be a cool little district to go into and have baseball there as well. And then you can maybe attract a minor league baseball team as well to come into the picture and be a part of that. That would be interesting. Now, I remember the original designs, and these have changed, but I remember the original drawings. Uh, one of the concept art pieces had the ballpark sort of on the same side as the softball field, or at least over in that block, that area. 
And I thought that would have been a nice little area to have developed, to have the baseball park right over near the softball park, and you could have had a nice little athletic corner there. Uh, as it stands, I think they've got a good location. We'll see. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I really didn't talk about it much. You know, you read the story Grant Trailer had uh, talking with Mike Hamrick about what they're planning on doing. I, I know I've talked to a couple of people, and uh, they're trying to really uh, do it right, make this a, a facility that could host could host a tournament. you got to keep that in mind. There's going to be a, a lot of uses for the baseball park. And it's going to be a nice little cornerstone for the university. I mean, you could get some baseball tournaments here, not just collegiate baseball tournaments. You could really make a play. You could go after high school. You could go after uh, other types of events. I mean, same thing with soccer. You got the potential there. You could do some things with the soccer stadium. Everything's falling into place quite nicely. And hopefully, everything does happen that they're planning on doing, and that's really a nice area that's going to be redeveloped. Now, that's not our wheelhouse on this show. That's why we bring in politicians now and then to sort of outline what they want to do and tie it into what it's going to mean for the university, the athletic program, and just the quality of life. You know, We'll do that here in the near future. But I think that's a great thing. And to make it even more fun is uh, I hope we get more guys come in like an Elvis Peralta that – Kids can just go and rally behind because really, think of it. Once the ballpark is in place, once it's in place and you've got it, it's accessible. And you've got home games. You're taking the kids, right? That's the plan. You're taking the kids. You're going to the ball game. And you're going to see kids who love baseball. They're going to see Marshall players and these guys are going to have a little bit more of a, a presence now. They don't have the presence, say, of a football team or a basketball team with these guys. You know why? Because you don't really see them. They were in Route 2. Before that, they were in Charleston. So that's the plan, that these guys get a little bit more face time with the community, a little bit more face time with the fans. The actual fans get to see them. The kids go out and see them, develop a favorite player. I mean, come on. How many kids would have lined up to get a, a ball signed by, uh, by Peralta? A lot, because he was just that kind of personality. We'll take our final break. We'll come back, and we will wrap this one up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Don't worry. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. If you missed any part of today's show, you want to go back and relive it, i got plenty of options for you. First of all, you can go to our website, wrvc.com. You can also subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, you can find us. Of course, you can tune in live, catch it all without having to go back every day, right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Paul Swan, your host for this Wednesday, June 12th edition. And... While we're talking hockey, NBA, of course, uh, that's coming up next. Maybe we can get an elimination of the Golden State Warriors. But Kevin Durant came out like a hero. Came out like a hero because, well, that's what KD does. You know who he is. He confirmed today that um, he ruptured his Achilles tendon. And here's what his update was on social. Everybody goes to social these days. That's where the press conferences are held. He said, what's good, everybody? 
I want to update you all. I did rupture my Achilles. Surgery was today, and it was a success. Easy money. He said, my road back starts now. I got my family and my loved ones by my side, and we truly appreciate all the messages and support people have sent our way. So, KD out completely. Now, I love how the how the storylines flipped on this. You're yelling, hey, KD, get in there, play, and then, whoa, KD shouldn't have played. KD's going to be fine monetarily. KD's going to be fine, but I think this is something that could have been avoided. It really could have been avoided. I know you want to get out there and you want to play. It's in your makeup. It's in your DNA. You want to go out there because you're sitting by. Your team's losing. They can't win, apparently, without you. Who knows? Whatever the narrative may be in your head. But you're on the bench. You want to get out there. You want to make a difference. And you go out there and you hurt yourself again. Now, I don't know if it's selfish to say this, but take care of yourself. You can get out there and play again another day. It's not like Golden State won't be competitive next year, but I completely understand why he would go out there, why he would want to go out there. I've got to play. My teammates need me. And that's noble. It's understandable. I applaud it. But at what cost? Again, what cost? But his road starts back now, and maybe the Warriors can come out win the next two, they repeat as champions once again. Or maybe Toronto will win the championship. And guess what? The NBA probably leaning toward Toronto. I would say that because you're trying to push this as an international sport. You're trying to push the NBA brand to a more global place. You don't necessarily need to have teams in other countries, but you're trying to push your brand to a global place. And, you know, Toronto helps with that because here you go. You've got an entire new country that's actually really into what you're doing. they got a team on the verge of winning a championship, and if they can do that, you're going to have Canadian basketball fans for years. It's a little different than, say, if say the United States won the World Cup in men's soccer, which is never going to happen in my lifetime. But I don't think we transform – a nation, because we're so ingrained in football, American football. We're ingrained in basketball, in the NBA. I think if you get a Canadian champion, all of a sudden, there's a lot more interest in the NBA. There's a lot more because I think the second sport is Canadian football. After hockey, it's Canadian football. I mean, they leave with hockey, they go with hockey, it's their sport. Then you get into the situation where, okay, but hey, you know what? Toronto, they won the NBA championship. Kawhi Leonard, he's going to stay. We got good things happening here. I mean, I'm going to be interested, to say the least, but Game 7 coming up tonight between the Boston Bruins and the St. Louis Blues. Winner takes the Stanley Cup. Loser goes home in shame. And hopefully it's the Boston Bruins because they don't have that far to go home in their walk of shame. I mean, wouldn't that be something? The Blues parading the Cup all around TD Garden. Just hoisting it up for all the Bruins fans to see. Look, where are your Bruins now? Doesn't matter because um, 
after it's all said and done, I, I reset my fandom. I'm, I'm just, I'm picking the Blues. Totally, totally selfish reasons. Just to add whiskey. I'm not rooting for Boston, though. All right, that does it for this edition of the program. Thanks for David Kahn checking in. For David, I'm Paul. This has been The Drive. ESPN 94.1 FM, AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington. This is your radio home for Pittsburgh Pirates baseball, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.